0: Oh, welcome in. Another episode of Pixily Podcast. We got a look little... today.
1: What's up? What's up? up?
0: Alright, what's the drink of the day, Aaron?
1: I'm going with a good chai tea latte. Straight what? from the Keurig.
0: What in the world is that? A chai tea latte? I thought there was okay, hang on, hang on. I'm hearing different things here. I'm seeing I'm hearing chai, and then I'm hearing tea, and then I'm hearing latte, which sounds like three different things to me.
1: Oh, no, it's all the same. It's delicious cinnamon goodness in a cup.
0: But it was chai.
1: Yeah, it's all the same. It's. Uh, <laughs> Hang on, I'm confused. Caffeine. It's kind of like coffee. It has caffeine in it, but it's a little sweeter.
0: All right, we'll go with it before we go mm-hmm. on a rabbit hole here. Oh, oh my goodness. All right. Um, okay, let's talk about a little bit of basketball. We watched a little bit. Me and Aaron went to uh, Top Golf with a couple of his buddies, and uh, which, by the way, I won one game, which was that's right. Abso- it was an absolute shocker.
1: I I, I, I won the first game, so I mean, Pete, we all know Peter's pretty good. Joey's pretty good too. Both of them can play, but we won both games. Look, so, Aaron,
0: when when you bring your own clubs to Top Golf like Peter did, you <laughs> have to play out of your mind. You have no Option other than to win every game, and guess not, what? He didn't win every game. Okay, he
1: won one, but not only did he bring his own clubs when a top golf employee comes and brags about, oh, your yeah, club, he,
0: he walked over <laughs> and said, Hey, are those the TX, Triple X, double, uh, double wides, uh, three thousands? It's like, Yeah, Peter as a matter player. of fact, they are. I don't He's like, would you like to talk? Would you like to touch them? I mean, you can get a good feel for them. He's like, oh, I'd rather not touch them. I don't want to get my fingerprints all over them. Good gravy, man!
1: No, it was it was pretty cool. Peter can play. Joey can play. They're athletic guys, and so uh, it was fun playing with them. They're good friends. Peter
0: walked over and complimented my swing. Mm. Well,
1: I'll, I'll take it. the that. wedge game was strong, man.
0: Yeah. All right. All right. Back to the back to sports here. Yes. Um, okay, basketball. What, what do you have to say about the basketball game? Uh, you know, it's the first time in a very, very long time. What was it, like six years, seven years since we since beat Kentucky? Since 2014.
1: In 2014, you had the put-back dunk with Michael Qualls, and so they won that one in overtime. And then they went to Lexington later in the year, and Bobby Portis led them to a good win in Lexington. So they actually beat them back-to-back times. And so it was a big deal uh, that year that they beat Kentucky twice. And so uh, and I I might be wrong on this, but I'm, that might be the Julius Randall squad that uh, underperformed through the season and ended up going to the national championship. They lost in the national championship, but that was the same team that year that, that we had beaten.
0: Yeah. You're way past my time. I think that's safe to say. <laughs> but, I hate uh, to, I don't remember anything pre like, 2010.
1: No, this was Come after decide. this is uh 2014.
0: All right, doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't remember it, Aaron. That's all right. That's no, all uh right. look, they, they played all right. Uh one thing that definitely struck out to me was uh Connor Vanover's hundred percent on the season. Who would have guessed that? We we looked at each other when, oh, yeah. when that stat popped up on the TV and we we're like, is that real?
1: Yeah, <laughs> hang on. We is wanted to real? stay quiet and wait for him to finish both shots because we didn't want to jinx them yeah right
0: no i I didn't expect that i mean that's that's killer in games that that's huge right you know i've been dogging them the past couple of you know or i guess one episode i was like look you got to step it up bro but look i mean when you're 100 percent from the charity stripe that's impressive because that that's free points that count when they matter and and they may not look like you know a whole lot at the time they may look like just easy points but look at the end of the day I mean those points add up if you get 10 you know free throws or you know five uh five and ones or whatever right right that adds up and that could ultimately cost a game especially if you start bricking them
1: Listen, we just need them to get at Chelsea Dungy status. That's right. Oh, you know, 150 free throws she's shot this year leading NCAA. Because if he was 150 of 150, we'd be having a good year. Oh, my goodness.
0: <laughs> well, Arkansas beat Kentucky 81-80 to 80 in case you missed oh. it. And, uh, and who was your player of the game? We didn't really get to watch much, but uh, I'll give you, you know, a breakdown here. Uh, uh, Jalen Tate got 15 points. Moses Moody got 14. Uh, we're looking at – Jalen Williams with seven rebounds. I mean, that's
1: impressive. He enough, went 9-7, but... and seven, man. Jalen uh, came in and stepped his game up. See, what happened in that game was they started to abuse Vanover because Vanover, unique uh, player just because of his size. Mm-hmm. But what ends up happening is, is you get a 6'10", 6'11 guy out there, and Vanover's playing defense, and they isolate him on one-on-one in the block. They With the speed that they have – they were able to get around him, get to the rim. So what Coach Musk did was he switched out Jalen Williams for Vanover in the second half to have that yeah. quicker, the quicker feet uh, to play defense. And it was like, he didn't even miss a beat.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it, they're both really good players and they both have their own skills, but I think that was a really good power play on his part. to put oh, in yeah. Jalen Williams there.
1: Oh yeah. Jalen Williams is a fantastic player. Who's not, only good but he has just continued to grow throughout this season so yeah. i'm i am impressed by his ability uh just to come in fill some points he doesn't have to be the star At close to the end of the game he hit a couple good free throws um got a tip back layup you know that is that is some uh good growth and good playing time
0: well, we did we did shoot okay throughout the game. It looks like we shot about forty three and a half percent uh from the field and thirty seven point five percent from three point range, uh and, and about seventy eight percent from the free throw stripe. So we shot okay. Nothing that you know that will stick out to you. I, I, honestly, if if Kentucky wasn't this bad this year, I think it's easy to say they would have beat us. I mean, if if we keep putting up stats like this uh we're not going to really beat a whole lot of people in the final stretch. Um I think we got we got to learn from this game. We got to get better and uh and ultimately took advantage advantage of how bad Kentucky is this year.
1: Listen though, I will have to say this, this Kentucky is not a three-point shooting team. No, they're but not. Yeah. This this game and I won't blame the defense. Mm-hmm. I'll just say Kentucky was hot.
0: Well they shot 54%. They oh, went yeah. 14 for 26 from the three-point yeah. range. Yeah,
1: which, you know, they were talking about how they're in the bottom half of the SEC. Yeah. When you go 14 of 26, that's that's some points. And you so, uh, what got Arkansas to win this game is they only had six turnovers in the game. And so, yeah. even though they gave up all those threes, like, not turning the ball over made them look really, really good.
0: Yeah, and Arkansas turned it over 12 times, it looks like. So that's gotta work right, on Kentucky. that.
1: Didn't Kentucky no, Arkansas only turned it over five. Kentucky turned it over twelve.
0: Oh, I'm thinking of points of my bad. Points. No, that's down. all right. Yeah, I was
1: Well, they also led in the steals category 9-0. And so that's a big like that that takes away. Kentucky did out rebound Arkansas. But I mean when you have only six turnovers and you have nine steals um, and Kentucky doesn't have any, that's a really good stat line and a healthy way to win games.
0: So what do you think about Isaiah Jackson whenever he got ejected, how he went to the locker room and then came back out? What, what do you think that was? Was he frustrated? Do you in, think he just got ticked off, wanted to cool off his jets, maybe punch a couple dummies in the back or what?
1: Well, well here's the thing, you know, Kentucky is usually a national power. You go to Kentucky to win national championships. Right. You don't go to Kentucky to win five games and not be on top of the SEC this late into the SEC season. You know, they're in the bottom two when it comes to the teams in the SEC. And, honestly, you don't look at that game often and say, um, you know, that would have been a bad loss when it comes to Kentucky – truth mm-hmm. is Kentucky has all the talent in the world they're just not putting it together but and it also would have been a bad loss for Arkansas and it so it really would have yeah. so it was good um you know for once the refs were on our side at the end yeah yeah you know that that play by Tate you know well really Devo Davis really Devo Davis he went out above he went above what he is asked as a freshman, and he went to the basket. He just threw it up there. You know, you're just trying to get something at that point. And Tate was there for the rebound and went up and drew a foul. And so Devo Davis is really the star in that situation. Now, it was hard for Tate to go to the free throw line after and knock those, those free throws down. But Davis, he really was uh, possibly a secondary MVP at the end of that game.
0: So there, there's two things that I want to point out there. Uh, that were absolute alpha moves. Uh, Devo Davis, apparently, according to sources, he right before that uh, that that steal that he had towards the end of the game, uh, he literally told I can't remember if it was Jalen Tate or somebody, he told somebody on the team I think it was Jalen, uh, hey I'm gonna steal this ball right here, and yeah. whoever it was laughed and was like All right, bro, you know All right, we'll see, and then he did the darn thing, which is huge. <laughs> And then Jalen Tate going to the free-throw line, sitting there grinning, joking with his buddies whenever he's got to make oh, two yeah. of them to put it on ice. And then oh, he makes yeah. both of them. It's like, hang on.
1: <laughs> and that's the good thing about having your senior at the line in that yeah, situation. Yeah, that's yes, exactly he's right. he's a free-throw shooter. But, man, you, you want your seniors at the line in that situation. And he stepped up.
0: Yeah, and that's a really great point. He's got experience. He knows what it feels like. Yeah, uh, I'm glad you said that. All right, mm-hmm. we'll shift gears here. Um okay, so are, I guess you could say baseball's almost here because softball played hey, last night. Softball played last night and and they're in the uh they're in like the Bayou Special or something like that. I forgot what it was, but they lost to number 10 Oklahoma State. Arkansas is number 18 right now. Uh, I guess after this loss, it'll drop. Or uh, they play. Uh, they play somebody, a, a nobody, I think, tomorrow or today.
1: Probably like um, Tulane or something like that, since it's down in Louisiana.
0: Lipscomb,
1: maybe. Oh yeah, I, Lipstone. I might be wrong. Yeah. That's I might all be right. wrong,
0: but uh, oh yeah, okay. So Thursday, which is today, they mm-hmm. played at three against Oklahoma Oklahoma State. So yeah. And then, uh, yeah, they play Lipscomb tomorrow, which should be easy, should be, knock on wood. Uh, and then they play Jacksonville State, which should be easy, knock on wood. And then uh, they play Lipscomb again, and then ULM, and then uh, that's the end of the, the deal, I think, the, uh, the Bayou special or whatever. So it's gonna well, be interesting, just how good, uh, just how good, uh, the the coach. I forgot her name, dude. Today is not my day. This podcast right. is not my podcast.
1: We've had we had a couple ice days. It's okay.
0: Yeah. Right. No. It, <laughs> if y'all don't know this, I mean, it is literally ice in Fayetteville. was just a big old ice, and it has thrown everybody out of the loop. Like I've been fishtailing left and right, just going to Walmart. So, that's right
1: and they're I, calling I, for like I'm, 20 inches of snow on monday so oh that's, my goodness yeah craziness
0: yeah it's I, i'm in a fog today that's for sure mm-hmm. to say. i've got a project due tuesday i've <laughs> got something else due tuesday i've got you know a ton due tomorrow i've got two different projects due tomorrow so i'm like swamped i got a cloudy head
1: but right.
0: uh no look I, i'm excited for what arkansas can do in every single sport this year i mean sure. from from tennis to baseball to basketball, to football. Yeah, I, I think that we are on track for success in every single sport, not counting out softball, because the softball sure. coach has done something very, very, very special. In that, for no, sure. I haven't seen this much. I get, I don't want to say talent. I haven't seen this much like passion for the sport uh, right. as far as softball goes in a long time, to be honest.
1: Right. No, that's really it's, – it's really good. Um, our softball team's ranked. Here's the good thing about softball too, though. Um, you know, you got three-game series typically when it comes to softball and baseball. Losing one game is not horrible. It's when you lose the whole series by losing two games. Yeah. Uh, so, if they come back and they win the rest of the series down there, you know, that's – they're going to be okay. They're still going to be a top 25 team. Um, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State schools – they're really good at softball. They've always been good. Oh yeah. The women, the college women's world series uh, is in Oklahoma city every year. And so um, that's kind of where the, a lot of uh, um, great players come out of and they're going to go to what's close by. And so that's all right. They lost to them. They'll continue to get better. Um, And I can't wait to see, you know, how they do the rest of the season.
0: Yeah. And I think that, Uh, the fact that they were so close against an Oklahoma state, the fact of the matter is we don't know how good a team is until we're, I don't know, a quarter of the way in the season, I would say. Right. Uh, You never really get a good idea of just how good your team is after the first game. And uh, who knows, Oklahoma state could end up being the number one, number two, number three, number four, number five team in the nation. And the fact that Arkansas only lost by one, which by the way, softball, baseball, uh, those games you can literally have like you can lose 30 to nothing in one game and then beat them 30 to nothing in the next, the next right. day. So it's so unpredictable as far as, uh, it's not necessarily how good your team is, but how good your team is that day, right? right. And so, uh, you could say that about all sports, but you kind of get my mojo here is, uh, it's not, it's very talented based, but it's like you can have an off day, whether it's, you know, uh, uh managing your team, whether you have, you know a pitcher start a day and that's as the you know it it's right. part of the game so uh i guess my point is oklahoma state could be a really good team and arkansas could have had a really bad game even though they scored right. 11.
1: right no they'll they'll come back again and play tomorrow and uh hopefully they come out on top you know those are six seven inning games and so hopefully they don't get uh, bothered by that freezing rain down Louisiana oh, but no yeah yeah so we'll see
0: all right. We can uh we can shift on over to Guess what? Your favorite time of the year. Aaron. Baseball. Base.
1: It is time. It is time. Oh, look, we can't mention
0: baseball without mentioning um <clears throat> <throat> sorry, I got to clear my throat. Without mentioning the trifecta plus one first team all oh, SEC preseason.
1: Oh, uh, we have Casey yeah.
0: O'Pitz at pitcher or catcher. Or Gosh catcher. dang, dude. Best yeah, catcher okay. in
1: the nation, man. That's Best right. He, he is the Yadier Molina of college baseball.
0: I'm telling you, dude, I am so impressed with how he's handled the situation that was given. He was benched. For uh, Grant Cook, right? Grant, I think Grant well, Cook started. Yeah, Grant, he above behind him.
1: Grant Cook, which Grant Cook he's a great catcher. He was a and great then,
0: catcher, and he and learned then, from the best.
1: That's right. And then Opitz has always been known as the best defensive catcher. He threw out fifty percent of his of base stealers last year.
0: That doesn't surprise me, Aaron.
1: Yeah, and so what that tells me is you get a fifty. Like most runners, I think it's like seventy percent. So 50% is unheard of. Mm. And so Casey was looked at as one of the best defensive catchers in the league last year. And then he was supposed to go in the draft. He probably would have been among the next five to 10 picks if the draft wasn't five rounds this last year. But since he did not get drafted, he said, all right, I'm going to go back to Arkansas. I'll put in one more year. I'll wait till the next year's draft. And so it was, it's really cool to see, him come back, he's the he's leader of the squad. I can't wait to see how he improves his bat. And so yeah, I just can't wait to see how he does.
0: Here's my issue with uh with the MLB. It's like mm-hmm. what do we need? Right. Which I guess, you know, football and basketball is kind of the same, but it's teams are like, what do we need? We already have three catchers, we don't need that. And then they just you know fall in the draft. It's not that they're bad, it's just that teams don't need them, right? And so, Well, I'm,
1: good. not just that. I mean, typically there's like 40 rounds when it comes to to baseball. And, you know, this is – Russell Wilson was, a, I think, like a 38th-round draft pick, like, and he hadn't played baseball since high school. And so, you know, you have that sort of situation where they take uh, – they can – there's a lot of players that get drafted and they can choose to come back. Well, this last year with only five rounds, there's 35 rounds of people, of players that uh, didn't go into the league. So it it made an influx of players coming back to college baseball this year. And so it's, you know, I'm happy Casey's back, but yeah, it's also because I don't know why no one would pick him in those first five rounds.
0: Yeah. He's a great player. All right, right. Uh, Robert Moore, he's going to be a sophomore, right?
1: Uh, I think they're going to give those players a year of eligibility. That's right. So he's going to red shirt. redshirt freshman. Yeah. And so well, we he's have, a baller. He is. He was ranked 20th in his recruiting class, and he actually came to Arkansas early, and the kid can play defense. He can hit the ball, and he can play defense. He, he, he's, he can hit a few homers, but he's more of a slapper and, like, he gets on base. He could steal this kid. He can play amazing.
0: any position, and, and they have him at second base, but I think they're going to move him around a little bit. Oh, I don't yeah. Think that, I don't think that's going to be a hard second base.
1: No, he can play any infield position. Um, a lot of the players in that infield, though, are in set spots. I think they'll move him around second, short, and third, but uh, Robert Moore can play any infield position. I don't think he's going to be at first. He's a little short. He probably could. But I think they'll probably use a power bat there on that first uh, first base place.
0: Yep, and then we have the. Uh, I mean, I think he's a senior. He's been here long enough. Christian Franklin, he's an uh, red absolute shirt. monster.
1: Yeah, redshirt sophomore. Um, I feel like
0: he should be a redshirt junior graduate transfer by now.
1: <laughs> I, he's he's been here for a minute, two years in the College World Series two years ago. He was a freshman, so or three years ago, so he would be a junior. And uh, Christian Franklin, I mean, he's another center fielder that has just become normal for Arkansas, you know. He, he's an all-SEC talent out there in center field. And I feel like Arkansas is constantly having those Ben and tendy you know. Um, who else has been out there? Who was there last year? I can uh, know Fletcher. Yes, you know, yes. You have – you have all these players who have went out there and have led in the center field position. And so it's been really, really cool just to see how Arkansas just continues to produce, you know? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think here. Um, Curtis Washington, Jr., that's who I was thinking of.
1: Right. He transferred out this year. Really? Yeah, he's transferred. He's gone. Um, And that's part of that influx of talent that came back Typically, Arkansas would lose a bunch of recruits that they that they had signed, because once you sign for for baseball at Arkansas or any college team, uh, if you get drafted and you sign a contract to play baseball in the pros, you have to leave. You can't come to college. And so a lot of times an influx of talent, you'll you'll you'll, at a team like Arkansas, you'll lose a fourth of your your uh, incoming class. And so, with Arkansas getting a lot of those players to actually get on campus now, uh, it, it caused a lot of players to go. And and so, um, it's good that we get that talent back, but it's bad because Washington was a great player.
0: He really was. He was very talented on all aspects. I, I'm sad to hear that. Uh, yeah. Do you know where he went?
1: I do not. Uh, I know some of them, one went to Crowder um, community college. He may have went to oral Roberts maybe. And so I don't, I'm not for sure.
0: I'm going to have to look maybe Purdue does Purdue sound
1: right. I don't know. Purdue didn't sound like a baseball program because they're up there in the North, but um, anyway, yeah, I mean, that, yeah. 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 It just sucks.
0: Um, okay, what about Matt Goodhart? What what should we expect out of Matt this year? They have him at the uh, at the DH slot.
1: For sure. Matt has had uh, shoulder issues since he got to Arkansas. And so he can play first base because they don't want him to use his arm. But right. he has always been a, a 300 to 400 hitter.
0: Uh, he has this. some
1: power. But he is a very, very talented hitter on base guy he makes contact with the ball mm-hmm. you know some people might say you know you see a 300 hitter but maybe he struck out you know in half of his at bats good he may not be you know um, the high power caliber player but he's always going to make contact with the ball and he knows how to put the ball in the gaps
0: yeah, he's a he's a really great player, especially when it comes to clutch situations. Because sure. I can't count of the times that it's been seventh, eighth inning, and we're down by one, and he makes a clutch hit in the gap or in the uh, in the uh, oh shoot, what's it called where they uh, where they shift against the shift?
1: Oh uh- yeah, slap the other way.
0: Yeah, yeah. golly, yeah, I'm struggling today. No, oh, he, that's all right, really, he's really good at really figuring out – he looks at the shift and he's like, okay, let, let's see where I can put this thing. And he's really yeah. good at identifying where he needs to hit it, how hard he needs to hit it. And it goes exactly where – typically where he wants it to go. And sure. Honestly, I have more good memories of him than memories where I'm like, oh, gosh, he's awful. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, no, he's a great player, you know. Um, and it's great having those four – all sec guys because you know we lost casey martin heston kerstad yeah and those are you know two all americans that's right And so with uh with losing that type of talent you know that you you want to replace it and so with those four players they're going to be in a good spot um i'm excited to see how the rest of the lineup turns out i think they're going to have a pretty good lineup. and so if 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 the lineup itself can hit 275 or better actually and you know I'd like to see him at 300 but if they hit 275 or better this team's going to be in a good place
0: so what what do you think's going to happen for Heston Kirstad and Casey Martin this year
1: uh, you know Heston's
0: with the Orioles Casey's with the Phillies right
1: yeah i think Casey is a development player like he has a lot of potential He has a lot of Mike Trout attributes. His problem is he can't hit a curveball or a breaking ball. And so um, he needs to learn to hit a breaking ball before they can improve him. Um, Hopefully he can learn that, but I think he's going to be in the minors for about two to three years. Heston, I think he's going to be similar to Andrew Benintendi. Benintendi was in the minors for half a season and then he came up to the majors for Boston. As a matter of fact, Ben Tindy just got traded to the Royals. And so, um, in that situation, you know, hopefully uh, uh, Kerstad can develop pretty quickly. He comes up, you know, he might not hit 20 home runs in his first season, but he's going to show um, a lot of major league pitchers uh, how to hit the ball. So, we he's will just gonna wait. He's going to oh, show yeah.
0: him some spurts. For sure, Just how good he can be. And that's really all you can ask for for a rookie, right, is come in. Let's see what you got. Show me what you got. And we can build off that. I don't think he's going to be perfect. I I say he is in, you know, both Casey and Heston. I don't think either is going to be perfect by far. Uh, But I do think that managers and uh, and certainly teammates are going to see really good stuff out of each and every one of them. Cause both of them have their own talents. Right. I, I hate sure. to say one's better than the other, because sometimes when one lacks one thing, the other picks up on and vice versa. Right. Right. And, uh, and so, I, I think they're both good in their own ways and I think they're both going to show out, but it's mm-hmm. really about who's going to fit the, the, uh, the system more and where they're I, at. Right. I
1: think Hessen has a better shot of getting to the majors earlier because of the organization he's with, there you uh, the go. That, are that's not what I, that's where I. was getting at. Yeah, the Orioles are not typically a program that uh, has a ton of uh, all stars. Now they haven't had a Cal Ripken in a long time, but I think um, I think that he can be a good player in the future, averaging you know, three hundred, maybe hit twenty home runs a year um and so if they get that out of him, he'll get his draft stock worthiness
0: well here's our uh here's our pitchers I didn't know we'd spend this much time on baseball but we're gonna go with it here's the mm-hmm. pitchers that we have this year we got Connor Nolan um let's see here uh Lael, Lael Lockhart is that right oh,
1: from Houston graduate transfer
0: yeah he's a senior um <laughs> yeah I, I, I haven't heard of him do you know much about him
1: uh, he's a fifth year senior, transferred over. He had a four point ERA, um, which isn't, you know, the end of the world. And for those listening who wonder what ER mean, ERA means, it's earned run average per nine innings. And so in nine innings, he would give up four runs. What you want to be, yeah. yeah, if where you want to be is in that, you know, two to three run average. If you can do less, great but you typically want to be at like a 3.5 or so. Um, But uh, Lockhart brings experience um, and it it allows a lot of talent to fight over those starting positions. And Lockhart's had history of being a starter down in Houston. And so Nolan, uh, Patrick Wicklander and Lockhart are three players that have experience in major situation, major games. And so hopefully, um, they can set the stage for them to have a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday starter.
0: All right, so here we go. We got uh, Elijah Trust, a, a good one. Fireball. Uh, Jacob Burton, that's good.
1: Fireballer as well. Yeah.
0: Uh, Jackson Wiggins, he's a freshman mm-hmm. out of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Haven't heard much about him. Uh, Blake Adams, a freshman out of Springdale.
1: Blake, I, it was uh, he started a few games last year. He just needed to develop a little bit.
0: Okay. Uh, Cole Ramage, never heard of him. I'm kidding. He's been
1: there for about 20 years.
0: He, <laughs> <laughs> he's not bad. He's really good. He's a great pitcher. For uh, sure. Then we have uh, Nate Wolgemouth. Wal- Is that right? He's a freshman out of Oklahoma.
1: I don't know much about him. I'm sure he's talented if he's at Arkansas, but I haven't heard much about him.
0: All right. And then we have uh, Caleb Bolden, redshirt sophomore, oh, familiar
1: 97-mile-per-hour fastball with a cutter. He's he's going to be a talent. It's and it, it's a nice problem to have when you're trying to figure out who your players are going to be.
0: That's right. Yeah. And then we have uh we have the Lone Oak County representative. It seems like every time we lose a Lone Oak man, another one comes in. We got a man from Cabot, Arkansas, Zach Morris, left-handed pitcher, 6'3", 220 freshman out of Cabot High School. That's the best. He's a liking.
1: great pitcher. When you get a pitcher who's six foot taller, six-one, six-two fireballer you want those type of players because it's intimidating to the batter Definitely. And, you have...
0: and it's harder to hit whenever they're angling down they're on mm-hmm. the mound there the taller you are the higher your release angle is i'm about For to sure. run into engineering here i, I better stop no uh, look uh you're you're on the mound that already gives you a disadvantage and then you're freaking six five six three and uh your release angles probably i mean i'm no i'm no pitcher but y'all can't see me but i'm going through the motions of how to pitch I mean, your release angle is probably a couple inches higher. I would say uh, to For what sure. you are. So you're talking six, 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 seven, uh, plus the height of the mound coming down at you. I mean, it's it's much more difficult to hit, is what I'm saying. For sure.
1: For sure. And yeah, you know, having those tall players, that's that's the blessing of being in the SEC. You know, you got you get these tall players who are going to go pro, and so. Um, Arkansas has turned into a minor league affiliate for major league baseball.
0: Yeah. You know? And
1: so um, I'm excited to see how they continue to develop this year. Uh, Hopefully they, they set the stage and they continue to do well. Um, You know, there's a few, uh, a few people who rank them like 22nd. I don't know why they're being that crazy. A lot of them ranked them in the top 10. So
0: yeah. All yeah, right, I'm going to go it. through the last uh, last few very quickly here. Uh, yeah. Patrick Wicklander, familiar name. Nick Griffin, uh, Ryan Costial, Costiu, uh, sophomore. We got Costiax, is that right? Maybe uh, it ends with an IU, so usually uh, it ends with Costal, something. That, I
1: think is how they pronounce it.
0: Yeah, I I don't speak French, so I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Peyton Pallet, uh, that that's an interesting name. We got he's Peyton. a good
1: he's a good player too.
0: Caden Monk. uh, good to see him back. We got Mark Adamiak, Adamiak. I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is just this is now a joke on how bad Cody can pronounce these names. Uh, we got <laughs> Evan Taylor. Uh, do you remember the Evan? Uh, what is his name? What was his name? Evan, the the pitcher, uh, a couple years ago. I do not. Doesn't matter. We had a pitcher named Evan a couple years ago. I just forgot his name. It reminded me of him. So good luck, Evan Taylor. Uh, Corey Spain, Will McIntyre. Wonder if he's related to Reba McIntyre. Uh, uh. Miller, <laughs> Miller Plyman, uh, Kevin Copps, Good to see him back. He's a red shirt junior, six foot, two hundred, right-handed pitcher. Uh, Tyler. Oh boy, we got another bad one from Sheridan. Another. Not bad one, but another weird name. It's a uh, we C- can just
1: say his first initial.
0: Yeah, uh, Tyler C, right handed pitcher, yeah. freshman, 6'6, 235 out of Sheridan, Arkansas. Uh, we have another Heston back. Uh, he's a freshman, he's from Texas, the IMG Academy. Uh, Heston Toll, that's an interesting one. Uh, we have Matthew Magger, Magger, Magger uh, out of Fayetteville. He's a freshman. We have a lot of freshmen. Okay, we have Louis Salone, we have Gabriel Starks. Uh, Nathan Ritz, Wrights, Rents, whatever. Uh, Evan Gray, another Evan. We have Isaac Bracken. Uh, uh-huh. guess who? Who am I? Who am I missing? Who am I missing? Zebulon hey, I... Vermillion. Do what?
1: Zebulon Vermillion. He's the closer, number eighty-eight, six foot seven, fireballer who gets it up to ninety-eight.
0: Okay, he will
1: be a closer or he will be a starter this
0: year. I think six foot seven is a little generous, it has him at six four, but we'll go with it. He's a six nine, six 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 nine nine monster (laughs) (laughs) from uh from Kansas. Uh, look, I'm excited, (laughs) I'm excited about this group. I know that we're gonna see a lot of these freshmen in uh in in some series games, especially in the you know fourth, fifth innings uh, whenever we're up by 56, right? For sure.
1: Yep. Yeah, no, it'll be good. Um, you know, they have a tough start out, you know, next weekend they're playing Texas, Texas tech and TCU, um, all three are ranked teams. So it'll be a good place to, uh, you know, wipe the rest off. Hopefully they can pull two out of three. It'd be great if they swept all three games, but, uh, as long as they go down there and show, well, um, I think they'll be okay. Last year they went down there and they lost all three games. We definitely yeah. don't want that. And that, so uh,
0: that's certainly not something that I put on my calendar to do,
1: for sure. So I'll probably watch those games. Um, there, you can look online. You have to pay fifteen dollars for the whole tournament to watch it, but uh, I'm going to probably go ahead and do that because I love my college baseball at Arkansas.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. let me know when you buy that, and I'll come over and watch it
1: for free. <laughs> That's right. I'll I'll that's, buy
0: some Eureka pizza for everybody. How about that? Amen. That's kind of yeah. a deal, though.
1: Actually, oh yeah, might yeah. do that. Oh, it'll be it'll be good. I, I wish I could go down to Dallas and watch the game, but you know, sometimes you just got to handle what the hand that's been given to you. That's so. right.
0: With the with the rain and the fifty inches of snow we're gonna get, and who knows for what. sure so anyways that's gonna do it for this episode thank you so much for watching uh if you haven't already like us on twitter like us on facebook follow us on twitter uh like us on facebook go follow our facebook uh pixely podcast on both twitter and facebook uh thank you so much for listening aaron thank you for being here it's always a pleasure uh
1: thank you cody thank you for uh posting this with me guys if you have any feedback we'd love to hear it from you post it respond on facebook respond on twitter um let us know what you think so thank you guys for listening that'll do it see all right it. see you